Hey everyone, welcome to episode 122 of Medusa's Cascade Collateral Damage. I'm a friendly neighborhood DM, Tom, and I have a few things to cover before we rejoin the crew in Amora. First and foremost, thank you for sticking with us for the last two plus years. It'll be three years at the end of this month. Uh, and thank you for, you know, jumping down the rabbit hole with us. Wouldn't have it any other way. Second, please check out our social media accounts on most major platforms. Just search for the Medusa's Cascade on the platform and give us a follow. We have some cool stuff coming, and it's worth checking out. Lastly, if you're listening on a streaming platform, especially Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please take a few minutes to rate, review, and subscribe. It doesn't seem like a lot, but it does help get the podcast out there for others to discover. We would all appreciate the love and support. So, without further ado, we will do the recap. And then we will jump into this week's episode. Salix, Argyle, Shanks, and Hoshino meet up with Zex Galahad and Glad at Zex's parents' home. Uh, Zex reads a letter, a rather disturbing letter, uh, from Agatha Vitalis, leading to some group tension and a decision to split up. Uh, Galahad, Glad, and Zex go to check out the Drakewood Travels, and the rest head to Kyber's family home for answers. Uh, Argyle is stopped by fans for autographs on the way, uh, as he is mistaken for a food reviewer who is a heavier version of himself, Fat Argyle. They visit the Sabretooth farm and meet Kyber's parents, confirming that Kyber, Sirius, Wiaqua, and possibly Rig and Atros were in the city just a few days ago. They then go to the Church of Elrin, or the Light of Elrin, for some information from Rev on things that have been happening in Nymora recently. Uh, the group plans uh, a competition to uh, determine who is the best Argyle. Uh, but we pick up with Zex, Galahad, and Glad as they break into the now vacant Drakewood Travels safe location. I don't want to risk trying to pick that lock right right now. Just block uh, you. I'll just cover you. Oh, I mean, yeah. Galahad is big enough. Uh, yeah, I'm going to attempt to try to 
pick the lock and try to get inside if I can. Um, glad if you can give me some guidance, that'd be great. I'm gonna probably need it to get into a bank vault or a bank in general. Uh, so what am I? Be, yeah. You have perf do you have proficiency with these tools? Yes. All right, so it's going to be your dex plus your proficiency plus the guidance. One will help. So that's eight off the grid. Uh, 22. Certainly not too difficult for him to. Wasn't like a crazy like bank vault type of lock. It's definitely like just a giant padlock. Gotcha. Better than your average lock, but not like, oh my god. Not the worst lock I've ever seen. No. The other rogues in the party, the rogues in the party probably could have fucking picked that like, with their eyes closed. Yeah. Not necessarily your thing, but you did a pretty. It was a pretty quick work. The door is now unlocked. Uh. Uh, so, okay, sure, we can all walk in. Walk in. I was gonna have someone. I was gonna have someone uh, kind of watch the front for us if we could. Uh, just clo just close it and lock it from inside. Sure, let's do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll have Duo perch outside and be our uh, be our eyes and ears outside. Okay. Evens or odds? Odds. All right. You guys make your way in. Like I said, you see basically like a bank lobby windows for tellers. There's a hallway that sort of goes into the back. Mm -hmm. And from here, you can see like vault doors. Like this is a very small sort of like trade bank mm -hmm. uh, type of deal. You know, this right. like you know, this is where they hold like valuable assets, even like plant life and that sort of deal. I'm mostly looking for uh like signs of struggle, any notes left behind. Um I'm looking for uh if there was like a, a an attempt at a different like uh like if you if you're robbing a bank with only one door, there's no way you would try to rob that bank with one door with people in it and expect to walk back out the front door. You know what I mean? So potential like, you know, uh alternate routes that they might well, have made if they could but, have made it. But you also know that they did do it in broad daylight with people there. They kicked your dad in the balls and then stole a bunch of money. Right. Right. And they they have they have visuals on them they know who they know who they're looking for they have a description they literally have witnesses that have see, that seen them left leave the bank in daylight okay yeah they don't care i guess i was giving them more credit than i should have <laughs> I, I i don't know okay i'm just i'm just telling you what you would know and you, yeah. you would know based on your conversation with the lieutenant that it happened, like, in fucking broad daylight. Right. Okay. 
they they did the whole thing where they tried to scam him saying he was an auditor and the, there were auditors in the whole nine yards so like that was mm-hmm. their way in was to sneak in and sneak out either sneak in or sneak out or they had some way to try and teleport out of where they were okay I know that Glad would be the first one to say that she has detect magic and would be able to sense any sort of magical auras once she has that on. Correct. <laughs> uh, I'd, I go to one of, if see if I can find like the head banker's office or something and see if I can find some documents they may have forgotten to take. Sure. I'm trying not to fall asleep. It's, it's reaching the 11 o'clock hour. <laughs> no, it's all good. You good. Fine. Uh, I'll send a duo with, uh, with Galahad. All right. Well, Glad does her ritual to cast uh, detect magic. Galahad heads into that room. Uh, Zex, where are you heading? Honestly, to that vault to, to see because they that's where they were going for, right? They were going more than straight, straight more than likely. More than okay. likely. I want to see like that's uh, that's what your father said that they had us. Yeah. They were auditing like the vault count and all that sort of stuff. Okay. Uh, Galahad, when you make your way. In, I mean, like it's very much looks like a, um, like you see in like Hollywood spy or fraud movies where like you can tell, like they knew uh, that at least some of the people that were the people that were in charge more than likely knew what the fuck was going on. And you do manage to find a few scraps of things here and there, mostly pertaining back to a Garen and the Drakewood Travels, which doesn't actually have, like, you, you sort of find some files on the Drakewood Travels. It doesn't seem to be, like, an origin point within Sloan. Like, there doesn't seem to be, like, a, you know, like, where it's established. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would say... What is the name of the place? Um, as you're looking, you do... Um, you do manage to find one bit with a, a name that you recognize, a place that you recognize. Nereus. Coastal city on the east western coast of Sloan. Uh, not mm. Sloan, on uh, Granzio. Granzio. That's where our first, like, where we went for the guild. No, Belrondis was where you guys Bell went Rondis. for the guild the first. Opposite coast. Yes. So the west coast is Nereus, gotcha. which is where Argo is a large chunk of the time. That's that's what it was. Okay. And you recognize it because obviously it's from Granzia and uh, it's a pretty big trade city mm. within that area. But really, that's about all you find. Mostly things that lead back to, like, Drakewood Travels. That is, like, the one document that has any sort of location that you could potentially track it to. Um, Like I said, mostly it's Garen. There are a couple of uh, lists of, uh, looks like, soldiers, perhaps. Uh, But that's about it. That's that's what you find in the, uh, like, the the branch manager's office, for lack of a better term. Yeah. So it's at about this point where Glad finishes her ritual. 
and you have that sort of like arcane heat vision going off again. Um, there's a slight tint, almost sort of like opalescent tint on the outside of your vision. And when you sort of round the corner, you can see small auras from the different uh, uh, weapons and armor that everyone is wearing. Galahad is literally a beacon of magical armor. Like, <laughs> fucking everything on this man is magic in some way, shape, or form. His whole body, two of the cloaks <laughs> that he has, um, the so two swords, the giant-ass fucking tower shield on his back like this man is he's a light show um you go into it, heading further down going towards the vault as you walk in glad you see along the top uh edge of all of the walls are abjuration spells abjuration symbols and you would know immediately that this would stop any sort of quick escape teleportation. Yes. Anything along those well, lines. I relate to the group. Well, teleportation's out the door. They just walked out. Oh. Do I do sending? Do I get... Do I... Uh, you don't have to send because we're in the room with you. Um, do I get the sense that their plan was hastily made. Judging by what it sounds like, yeah, they were probably needing to do something quickly. Whoever the team was, including probably Kyber, probably needed to happen fast. This doesn't seem like it was a thoroughly planned out burglary. It seemed like, yeah, more than likely they had to do that quick and they just they hit the fucking first place that they could find with the best plan that they had right off the bat because they needed to do that something was happening more than likely and judging by the timeline that you have sort of of like the events that happened over the last three weeks it was probably during this whole thing right Kyver and his group from what Amina said was here since the machines from uh Iwi attacked. Their group helped in some way or wherever, wherever she was saying. Uh, no, she said that they helped her with something specific. Oh, the week the week before they the week before you guys got there is when they left. Okay, thank you. Um, and they were heading out somewhere. She didn't tell you where specifically. So they've at least been on the plane almost as long, if not longer, than us. Yes, because this was like, they left the Heartwood, like the Heartwood proper, a week before you guys went to in Venice. Okay. It sounds like we need to just have ourselves known and track the underground. Yeah. Lex is trying to do his best, um, Will Graham, <laughs> and like put himself at the scene of the crime to try, try to figure things out. Um, is there anything that I would have seen that fell off or like, um, like obviously this was hastily done and, and, and sloppy, but is there anything that seemed like purposeful in its sloppiness? Does that make sense? What the 
burglary. The burglary happened before everything got cleaned out. So all you have burglary wise is what the witness statements and all the thing, you know, what, what that was. This definitely was hastily done, but it was meant to cover their tracks. Based on what's left here, is there anything out of uh, the ordinary or of note that Zex would uh, kind of take a second look at? Not really. The teleportation in the vault seems a bit much, mm. especially the way that Glad describes it to you. It's like really intricate spell work. Like this isn't just for like low level shit. This is for like planar, like you mm. you can't planar shift in this thing. This is the you, stuff that that you can't uh, like set an arcane gate here. About that they yeah, did this is in some, their place. Yeah, this is some shit that like this is high level, high high level. And glad you've maybe seen this type of magic a handful of times. And it has always been with somebody who is incredibly powerful and usually fairly good with the arcane type of stuff, as opposed to like any sort of divine magic. Would you say dark or dragon, like draconian or no? Um, no. To be perfectly honest, this actually has a bit more of like an extra planar flair to it. Not necessarily celestial, but like leaning in that sort of direction. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like this is some high end shit. Gotcha. Um, if that's basically it that I can find up in here. Uh, we'll slip out. Okay. Just for shits and gigs, roll me a stealth check, everybody. Uh oh. All right. And of course, the heavy the heavy plate people are with me. Yep. Did it do Correct. Disadvantage and roll. It's the like- day, so pass while Tracy can go and help. Is it five? I mean, it might help. Um, Wait, where's my, where's my stealth? It's over here. Hold on. It should, yeah, it should be down on the bottom in skills. Um, yeah. If it'll um, help, if it'll help I'll, I'll throw it on. Because I know we were saying um, mm-hmm. like it envelops shadows, and I don't know how much of... Well, we are covered by trees. Yes. We got 11. Okay. So nice. you guys will have a plus 10. Is 11 bad? If no, it's average, actually. You got 21 with the boost. Three. Not bad at all. Uh, 29. <clears throat> 29, 21, 15. Alright. That works. We're not being suspicious? <laughs> not suspicious enough to draw any attention. I mean, is it is it weird that uh, you know a Goliath, a Wood Elf, and a Tabaxi are leaving a now defunct, uh, corrupt uh, bank office? Sure, um, <laughs> but uh, no one's really paying attention currently. Pass without a trace did help get you over that threshold for uh, someone stopping you and saying, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing?" So you managed to get your way out. 
Where are you guys heading? That's, why, that's why I keep it prepared. Um, we said we're going to go to the Temple District, I think, afterwards. Sure. Where in the... What are you looking for in the Temple District? Um, Zax is essentially looking for... Orcus Temple. I doubt there would be. An Orcus Shrine. <laughs> what what is what is what would equate because i do i get the impression that naimora is a, a place that is open to most uh pantheons and and gods and deities and whatnot oh for sure but the prevailing the prevailing religion is the tabaxi religion with of course of course so like Obviously, I mean, like they had I, a, I Solonar, a small Solonar shrine. They had a Bahamut shrine. So there are. So with that, would it would it make sense if they had um, something that wouldn't like be a very common like someone like some people would look at it as a taboo like religion, but some like uh oh like I follow you know. Uh, I follow basically. I follow someone who, like everyone else, kind of looks at it as like a trickster god, or or, or as a, someone who, who other people are like. Mm, why would you do that? And you're like, mm, I have my own reasons for it. Lieutenant, you remember Lieutenant Flash specifically said goddess of death. Mm-hmm. That we have a Tabaxi god of death. You do have a Tabaxi goddess of death. Okay, let's go to the Tabaxi god of death temple. Sure, if it's by the, is it by the, uh, the uh, non-discreet cave entrance that he told us Gallah. not to go to? Galahad, roll me a religion check. Okay. Also for shits and gigs, I'm keeping concentration on um. Twenty one. Twenty one. Um, you. You would actually know about this. This is a, a somewhat. I, not necessarily obscure, but this is a, a lesser uh, pantheon of deities. There are six uh, feline goddesses that are sort of the main focal point of uh, the tabaxi. And the goddess of death is a black panther. I'm going to... The black panther. <laughs> As the kitty takes is this a the forgotten the realms or you're making this up screen. no this is so this cute. is something that we made up with uh with Which, naimora yeah. oh nice nice, nice. this is directly best. this is directly from across the plains uh just gotta find the correct folder oh look that at that is. big yawn oh he's got all the big yawns that's what the boy does he's got the biggest of yawnies uh the goddess of death is zedea a black panther uh, she's almost always uh, seen in trios. So, like, they are sort of seen in... If there is one, likely you will see representations of two other ones. Um, typically, you would see Gozen, the cheetah, uh, goddess of protection, pleasure, and good health. Uh, Nirina, the goddess of war, which is tiger. And Nianki, the goddess of judgment, justice, and execution of the lion. They are usually together. So if you see one of them that's prominent, the other two are sort of like 
you know, like mm -hmm. the tr like a tripod sort of deal. Like one is the main focal point, but the other two have sort of feeling. They are of the same sort of realm of things. And the ones that you would be looking for are uh, Tumra, uh, the goddess of the spirit world, which is a snow leopard. Uh, Zadea, the goddess of death, which is a black panther. And Afi, the goddess of trickery and wit, which is a cougar. Cougar, a mountain lion type of puma, as it were. So you would you would be able to look for if she, she if right. he said the goddess uh, of death, you're looking for a, a Zadea, which is going to Tumra, be like Black Panther. Tumra, Snow Leopard, a goddess of what was it again? Spirit world. Spirit world. Um, Afi, trickery and wit. Um, Cougar, puma, mountain lion, that sort of. Okay. Right, we're heading there. On the way there, I'm, I'm essentially like, I think uh, Glad has a high enough insight that she would peep that Zex is um, going into his like, um, you've definitely seen it before where he's like, I have this thing and I'm not going to let go of it until I find the end of the thread. Like, I'm like, I yep, have yep. to figure this out. Hyperfocus. Yep. Yep. All right. He's, I'll see. He's also a little tense because of what happened with his dad and like, um, like the mentioning of Kyber and the mentioning of Kyber and Sirius and Weaqua just like happening to be there, the letter, like, there's a lot of like things happening with Zex, and he's just and, like, oh, and I felt just need the to... same thing. Hell yeah. Yeah, she sensed and felt similar. Yeah. She's pretty. Sweet. He's um, not, he's not a. Empathetic. He's, he's not a hiding most of it at the moment. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But she also feels for your parents and for all the things that are happening and Kyber and all the, you know, she's not like, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And she kind of sends that energetically without like bothering you about your own grief, um, to like so as not to steal your moment of it, but yeah. to um, encourage you to that it's not alone, you know. Fuck yeah, yeah. he's a, he's essentially in a, a spot of like, yeah. if I focus on the work, then I don't have to focus about anything else, and I'll be fine. Ah, one of those. Of course. All right. Was that Jamalay bit? Like, if I bury it deep, deep, deep inside, and then I die, I don't ever have to worry about it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you just push it down, and like forty years from now, it's it's colon cancer. Like that's what it is. <laughs> oh man. Um. I love, I love Bill Burr. I can't go oh wrong with Bill Burr. Uh, um, Bill is great. He's like, you wonder why all the old guys are looking dead. It's because they've been putting all that shit out there. <laughs> it's yeah. like Grandpa looks all fucked up. Grandpa's oh my god. Grandpa's got fucking six decades worth of trauma that he hasn't dealt with. <laughs> um, Alright, so you are all able to get there. Uh, with relative ease, knowing where what you're looking for, um, you do find a sort of. It is not an actual like 
building temple, but there is like sort of a a, a maybe thirty foot long. Uh, if you were to sort of move away all of the altars and offerings, uh, maybe ten foot wide, but it is wide enough for all of you to walk single file down, and you see uh, several different uh, altars uh, with the iconography of a black panther, uh, either in like a crouched position or some of them have a more like primal feel to them. Others sort of have a sort of lazed sort of watching uh, feel to them. Others are just either a bust of the head or, you know, like a, 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 a large padded paw as most of them are in some type of uh, onyx or or uh, a, a darker stone, um, and at the end there seems to be some some sort of like looks like trash chute. which is peculiar. Right. Uh... There she's there cleaners. Yeah. Um. And uh, Zach, do a look around and see if um, there are scrape marks along the floor of where, if like these statues or the garbage chute would have moved, or if there was any um, anything that would like per- persuade to like a, a tunnel entrance or uh, foot traffic, that kind of thing. I would say this didn't take you guys very long to get into the temple district. Hmm. And with Galahad having a pretty encyclopedic knowledge of varying religions from his time in the uh, the vaults, wouldn't have taken you very long to get out of there. Mm. Um, and I would say you're just at the tail end of where Glad still has detect magic on. And Glad, as as you guys are sort of looking around the different altars, you notice uh, an aura of illusion magic uh, around the trash chute at the end of the alleyway. Okay. So I just warned the party that that's what I'm seeing and uh, that we should proceed with caution. I'll take a look and um, I'll go up to it and investigate for like uh, any traps, any buttons, any anything of that note. Try to see if... Uh, how can you do that? By using my eyes. Using the hands. Yeah. So it looks like a... It, basically, okay. it looks like a trash chute, but you, with your detect magic, can see that it's an illusion over whatever is underneath it. Yeah. So, Sex, you go over. Mm. Um... looks like a trash chute like the lighting isn't super spectacular and the way that this illusion looks it looks pretty good however as soon as you do reach out to go to touch it your hand goes into it and as soon as your hand goes into it it sort of has like a uh it has a slight sort of uh what's the word i'm looking for a little bit of transparency to it Mm -hmm. so it's still there you still see the illusion but you can see what's underneath it now and it's a smaller sort of uh, like almost A-frame 
it's like half of an A-frame, like an angle, a, a right angle, and it is a, a small door. Probably just barely big enough to get Galahad into. He's going to have to crouch. Um, <laughs> I was but... like, can Galahad get through? Because if not, then... Uh, Alright, cool. Um, is the door locked, trapped, anything of that nature? Uh, roll me investigation for that. Uh, 19. 19. Uh, it is not locked or trapped. I will. Uh, is it locked at all? I said it is not locked or trapped. Oh, I heard. <laughs> Sorry. No worries. It's uh, not locked or trapped, I'll from what you can tell. Cool. It is a stairway down into a tunnel. I will keep going. And I will take points. Take the the I'll, I'll be in the I'll be in the back. Healer in the middle. Usually a smart idea. Got the blaster <laughs> in the middle too. Yep, yep, yep. Alright. You guys make your way down. Uh Zex, there is uh, Zex takes out his uh 10 foot pole was like pole collapsing yeah, and does. puts it out yeah it just goes it, it, like puts it in front of him just in case there is no natural lighting so Galahad it's fucking pitch black as soon as that door shuts uh I will let you both know I can't see shit in here uh how big, how big is the hole? It's like I'm crouching have, at this point. I don't have dark vision. Uh, you're crouching a little bit. Like you're hunched over, but you're not like you're not like having to crawl or anything along those lines. Am so I like this? It's it's not tall enough for me, but it's wide enough for me. Yes, it's technically wide enough to have two people aside each other. But cool. it is like if you stood straight up, you'd have to like tilt your head to the side to like not actually hit the ceiling uh cool i look i asked uh, sex i have Can i put some uh, light on yeah i have a bullseye lantern and a hood uh, no, we don't need we don't need that i let them walk a little bit ahead of me and i ignite the sun sword how much light does the sun sword give you <laughs> it's like 30 feet 30 feet of bright light and then another I, 30 feet of dim light i think it is it's just like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the hood lantern would have given me that, and then the bullseye would have given me 60. I don't need that. <laughs> All right, cool. Let me check. I think it's like 30 feet. <laughs> I think Any excuse to just be like... I mean, why not? He's got a fucking lightsaber. Listen, I'm here for uh, it. That's, power, that's powered by the sun. You get zero complaints from, from me. Oh, I can't see it, I guess. It doesn't really say... We'll say, just for shits and giggles, 30 feet of bright light and 30 feet of dim light after okay. that. I'm cool with that. It's essentially, it's pretty close to the, the, the light spell, so I'm cool okay. with that. Um, he's, he's essentially homeboy from uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beric Dondarrion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, except this is just sheer sunlight. Um, <laughs> it's a it's not a humongous tunnel, uh, at least size-wise, but it is mm. fairly long as you walk through. 
Um, I'll say that both Zex and Glad, further off in the distance at like the edge of where the dim light ends from the sun sword, you can see words written on the walls in sort of like almost like a bioluminescent color. Galahad, you don't see anything like this, unfortunately. Of course. What's the language? It is written in common. And mm-hmm. a lot of it is like abandon all hope, turn well, back. That's always fun. Uh, definitely like tabaxi hand and paw prints on the wall, that sort of deal. Okay. Um, this goes on for Zex at least... is gonna Zex is gonna take out um would I have enough space to summon Wolfie and have him like be our point dog? Sure. Okay, I'll do that. I'll pop him out and uh, essentially he's gonna help me sniff out anything or take a look. He'll be my eyes because Duo can't see shit either. Alright. Sounds good. This tunnel goes on for maybe another 10 or 15 minutes and then opens up into a small like chamber with a two tunnels heading off in slightly different directions. You can see they sort of turn one way or the other. Um, any sense of like heavier foot traffic one way or the other? Or about the same. If you manage to get there before Galahad's light gets there, you can see the paint, the fluorescent green down the tunnel on the right. As soon as the light hits, it's not Gone. visible at all. So I'll go that way. All right. This tunnel is uh bigger and wider. Definitely seems to be uh, a well-trodden sort of path. Mm. And maybe about another 10 minutes worth of walking through, it opens up into this very large open cavern. Uh, Like I said, uh, this bioluminescence seems to be like pervasive throughout. You can see, you know, yellows and greens along like stalactites and and whatnot from the ceiling. Mm -hmm. Um, With the sword to add that extra bit of light you can see sort of the different motifs of uh zedea tumra and afi sort of carved into the stonework within the cavern uh in front of you it is empty and silent but in front of you looks to be a vast marketplace or what was at one point um, marketplace. Zex 
Zex having been on uh, some of the rougher jobs at Argo, um, would this be somewhere where... Oh, like, that kind of marketplace. Yeah, would this be one of those kind of marketplaces that uh, he's guessing? From what you can see in here, you don't see anything like that currently, but this place is massive. Sure. Like, and again, Lieutenant Flash was like underground network of tunnels. There was a huge pl- a, pl- a place that he called the Vineyard. Yeah. And there's no daylight coming anywhere. We, we Not have no at sense all. of uh, how far we've come down. It's definitely, it's definitely, you're definitely underneath the city for sure. It wasn't a straight walk. There was a, a not a huge slope to it, but there was a slope going down. Um, if you had to guess, maybe 20 to 30 feet below ground level at this point, uh, with the amount of walking that you've done, uh, you all will see, uh, like, what look like lampposts that were either lit uh, either with actual fire or with some kind of arcane means. Um, But outside of that, you see like empty stall areas, but you don't see any like carts or anything along those lines. If you explore any, any of any at all, uh, you will see that there is sort of like an edge, a terraced edge uh, to the spot that you are in currently. Uh, Zex immediately starts looking for uh, undercommon language. Uh, that would be what he would know as like the under. This you know. is not the underdark. Okay. All right. You you would know for sure. Like this is you are still far far too close to the surface for this to be underdark. Okay. It was one of those hunches of like, is this like the like the checkpoint of like you're about to like now you're going to start heading into the underdark no you'd have to go like 100 plus feet down into the uh, into the ground before you start getting to the top edge of the underdark Um, it's seeing this huge thing it's yep. empty stalls, empty. Correct. I'll send Wolfie uh, with Duo on his back, kind of just being his like guy, and uh, sure, send them out to uh, do some sniffing around and investigating as we uh, kind of walk and survey our surroundings. Okay. Uh, is there any signage uh, from the saws that were left at all? Nope. Uh, More than likely, if this is the type of market you think it is, they probably don't deal in names. Um, it looks like it's been like empty for a while. Like it looks like it, like no one's been down here for like empty ages. from em- no empty it looks like it has been used recently but it is currently not being used oh okay again this was part of the whole thing that that happened right. um 
Zex is going to look for uh, some some clues and see if uh, he can find anything of note. Essentially, again, he's looking. He's he's looking. This time, he's really looking for um, any signs of like. Uh, If it's that catch. As the three of you sort of continue to walk, continue to think while I'm talking here. Mm-hmm. Um, as you continue to walk on, you do get to that terraced edge and you can see how far deep, how, how, how much further and big this place is. There are stairwells that go down to several other terraced layers. Uh, one you can see looks like a metal cage with seats around it um, sort of like almost stadium style seats around it um, you see a whole like food and hawker stall type of deal like just like a food an area for food from at least from this vantage point you see and if you continue to move further you will find other things Um, Does anything pique anybody's interest? Um, uh, it's like so. I'm just trying to get the lay. So there is no. It doesn't seem like there's a head. Anything. It's just a bunch of stalls where people would know who's selling what wares, and that's where they're gonna go to get the things that they need. Yes, I'm, I'm curious about these uh, these cages. Um, I'm assuming it's a fighting pit. Yeah, because uh, the stadium seating. Um, there's got to be. Is there anything that would, if it doesn't indicate names, is there anything that would indicate, um, like a you are here. This is my title. Like this is who I belong to. This is a house or like. A pseudonym, something like that? No. The more you look around, the more you get, this is more than likely some type of black market. They probably had some way of identifying each other within it. And it seems from the way that you came in, having to find it, that only the people that were in the know and had the ability to access this place were able to get here. So that's if, what I was hoping. If, it, if it's some sort of black market network type of deal, more than likely the people that were in there knew who else was in there and had people that they went to or they just window shopped until they found the thing that they wanted um and then the way in it's the way we came in you've got the overlooking hanging is there stairs or another way to go oh yeah there's stairwells down there's like two when you get to that terrace it's like two central stairways that sort of like go down in one big and you know two two spiraling shafts that go down and then there are different uh exits to get off on different areas so it's like this one very large open cavern with different terraced areas that have apparent that from what you can tell at least from the top area there are a bunch of different things around here 
Um, uh, look to Zex. Should we make our way down? Yeah, but I still don't. I feel like I'm supposed to know what to find here, and the more I come, it's there's nothing here. Right. These people know what they're doing. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that there's always something. There's always something left behind for someone to know or notice that isn't supposed to be known to people like us. We're actively looking for it. It's supposed to be left behind for people who are in the know and they're just like, you know, no, hey, I, 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 hear... I, I won't be here now, but I'll be here later. I hear that, but it can't just be all up on this top portion of this area. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just uh, like Lieutenant Flash said, still your heart, because uh, further we go, the more shit we're about to see. Based on what Kyra told us and based on what we can guess, I would imagine this only gets worse. Let's uh, keep going. All right. The deeper and deeper that you go, the more and more it sort of confirms a lot of what Kyver had actually mentioned about his past. You see a large caged-in fighting pit. There is blood everywhere. And it is, some of it is very old, some of it is not very old. You can see different cages that were meant to help, you know, hold people. It looks like some of them were broken open. It looks like some of them were empty. You do see, you know, like the remains of like clothing and potential like food, bones, that type of deal. Um, the further in this area that you look, you can sort of see a a general sort of like beaten path that seems to have been used very recently. And um, see an area that seems to have been some sort of staging area. Judging by the things that were uh, the indentations left on the dirt ground, it looks like there were potentially tables, it looks like. Well, there are like four indentations in rows, roughly about three or four feet wide and uh, seven or eight feet in length. Potentially uh, for body recovery, uh, potentially for uh, disposal of the dead, you're not entirely sure. Yeah, it's fucking dark. Yes, happening right under happening right under your town. Yeah. I'm apparently still going on. Oh, maybe we'll find something. 
you'll find that little bit of information that you're looking for. This is one of those times where I feel like you find you want to you keep searching what you're you keep looking for something you're gonna find it and you may not like what you find. <laughs> Has that been your entire memory recovery? Uh, yeah, but this this one feels this one feels a little bit different. If I'm being honest with you, this one isn't just me. This is me. This is Kyra. This is all the kids who have been taken and been affected by this fucked up family. The more you search, sorry, go ahead. As I say, they, they, I was telling them, they, they very much interested in, in you. Yep. Yep. Seem to be in, uh, interested by a lot of people. The more you search, the more, I would say disturbing, but because there isn't like a whole lot of actual things left, the disturbing things are really more up to your imagination and what you're viewing it as, as opposed to confirmation more than likely. Uh, You do find an area that looks like a a treatment area of some kind you can see uh pestles and mortar uh you can see drying racks you can see uh sort of like large sort of uh what's the word i'm looking for like uh you know uh rough spun like burlap sacks that are sort of empty there is uh, a slight residue on some of these um and Galahad, you would actually recognize this as like something similar to uh, the uh, the haste pills that Shanks made, but definitely much on uh, not ne- necessarily crude, but they got to it a different way. Like there's a mm. there's a definite sort of well, like sloppy tinge. No, not not actually. This looks like it is a very refined operation, but it looks like it wasn't. They didn't get to the same type of thing in the same way that Shanks did. Like this is definitely they definitely used main ingredients that are different from what Shanks uses. But it looks very close, very similar to like the process of what you would have to do in order to make something along those lines. And eventually towards the bottom is where you find rows and rows and rows of cages. Empty. No bodies, though. No bodies, but there is the stench. There is a stench of death down here. Zach, I need to figure this out. Yeah, Zex immediately looks for Duo, and just to check in, because I know, while he's seen a lot, he hasn't seen a lot. So I'm trying to. He like, like he like yeehaw, Radam Cowboy uh, on Wolfie, 
okay. back to you. He's like, Dad, it's, it smells really bad down here. Yeah. Um, Why are there so many cages? They have, like, animals and stuff down here? They would call them animals, yes. Well, that's terrible. You don't want to keep animals like that in cages. Shouldn't they should be free. free. Like you. Yeah. 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 I think the only time you saw a cage was when you were too young to uh, understand how to fly and figure things out yourself. Even then, that time was very limited and spent most of that time being nursed by your mother. Hmm. So, did we find what you were looking for? Because I can't, I can't see anything that I would, I would need. I, I don't, it's just, it's smelly. And then that other place that we were just in, uh, with like the bags and stuff, it had kind of like a tingly, tingly feel to it. You know what I mean? Like, he just sort of felt, and he sort of, sort of like shakes himself mm-hmm. a little bit, a little tingly. <laughs> felt. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah, this place is creepy. I wish I can tell you that we're going to be leaving soon, but, um, got to get to the bottom of whatever this is. I'm trying to figure out who's putting these people in these cages. I think we know who, but as in it doesn't, like it doesn't seem it bodies. doesn't seem like <sighs> Am I getting the sense, Tommy, that mm-hmm. this is bigger than the Vitalis family could have operated? This is something like probably big enough that it's bigger than Namor itself. You're definitely getting the sense of that. Especially added on with the information about fighting rings and mm. Venice and what those fighters said. Is there any uh I don't even know if I have it prepared. One second. Never mind. Uh yeah, never mind. Alright. Um Yeah, if you were to guess more than likely, it's bigger than just Namora. Based on my time with the guild, would this be something like that would be like one of the bigger rings that I've seen? Like something bigger than what I've seen in Grandia? You've seen little fight rings here and there. Nothing on the fucking scale of this. Nothing. This is massive. You walk through a fucking cavern complex. Yeah. And to, and to be fair, when you were a child, people started disappearing from Nymora. When you were a child. So, almost 30, 30 years worth of yeah. fucking basically slave trade, Mandingo fighting, and like illegal shit happening directly under the city. And if it's this big here, there are other cities throughout Sloan. Dallas is probably just up to take. Or potentially he was facilitating this. Yeah. If what Kyver 
told you is true and the more you see the more it's looking like he wasn't lying and like the shit that he said happened to him almost certainly did happen to him yeah this is some this is, probably was the architect here within Nymora do when I did like my library run of Nymora like in you know try to figure out its history would I have picked up on who ran the city like the city's run by a council mm -hmm. but uh would I have gotten a sense of like anyone who uh been on the council for for as long as this has been happening anybody like out of the the some of that would have struck a chord of like that seems off the publicly elected official because you would know with your research that the four houses uh that are sort of like the pillars of the community they themselves elect leaders of the houses and they are part of the committee and then there is a fifth member that represents the populace that gets voted on mm -hmm. every time that they re you know re-elect certain you know they do have another election um historically the only ones that have stayed in for longer periods of time have stayed in because there has been some type of prosperity or like good things are happening the populace is not afraid to fucking dump somebody who isn't working to help them mm -hmm. So if you see short tenures, that's usually because they were not very good at their job or they were charlatans of some kind. People with the longer ones tended to be during better times. In the last 30 years, I'll say you probably would have been curious about that looking up that there hasn't been uh, uh, more than a single term for the majority of the uh people more than likely due to the fact that children kept disappearing yeah and a host of probably other things but that being the main source there's someone who had to have like helped wash the hands of the vitalis family either look the other way help wash their hands like for something this big to happen for 30 years underneath Naimora and the larger part of the Heartwood or Sloan someone or someone's know about this and chose to actively ignore it like this is too big to ignore. That's what that's what Zex is like feeling. That's probably some oversight. Yeah. Well not oversight, just greasing of the wheels. Yeah. There are arcane means to make people forget about certain things. Lieutenant and the uh the guards uh of the city 
are they elected? Are they people that have, like would be like in like their positions for a long time? No, they volu- they're volunteer service. Okay. I feel like I'm missing something. Like I feel like I'm I'm looking at it and Zex is just like it, 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 like everything is lining up with what Kyber said. But there's more to it that either he's just not connecting that one like piece that he needs or he's looking at it trying to put a piece in a in a puzzle that's not the right puzzle at all potentially potentially um are we at the what we are we at what would be considered ground level yet yeah right. Hey, you didn't tell me whether or not you were moving. I uh, I was still thinking you were down in like the bottom areas. If you, uh, no one said anything about moving back up, so I was assuming you were still in the caverns. Okay. Um. Can I send Wolfie out with Duo and try to get a lay of just how massive this essentially graveyard is? What, like a, a base size for it? Yeah. You're looking at like rough equivalent football fields worth of cages. Yeah, there's no way this has been happening. <sighs> Okay, out of game. The kids were the kids were taken by the Vitalis family or members who were affiliated with them. Um, a lot of which did not come back to Nymora as adults and were never heard from again. That many kids for thirty plus years to like it's more than what that football field is worth. But for it to be right under, like, 30 feet underneath the city. Oh, you're closer to, like, 100 feet. Well, 100. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, getting, you're getting close to, like, where the Underdark would be. This isn't something that people would necessarily go looking for. Right. But, like... it Honestly, for me, it would make sense. The best place to hide something this terrible is right under the nose of everyone who's looking for it. Mm-hmm. Who would think that it's directly under the fucking city? And if it's a network, who's to say that they didn't move them to different cities? And there's a bunch of trade that comes through here. The Vitalis were big traders. And we... Was it Iggy, our contact in in Venice? He was the fighting? Uh, Yeah, yeah, it was Iggy. Can Glad contact Iggy and say... Uh, and ask if uh, he knows about um, Drakewood Travels. Drakewood Travels, or any fighters that have come out of Nymora legally. Legally? 
Illegally. Illegally? I will say sure. Um, she sends that message out and she replies to you um, he, she replies I only deal in gambling wouldn't trust those Drakewood fuckers as far as I could throw them pardon my French or yeah I think he said is it a pardon my French he would say pardon like pardon my Elvish <laughs> okay cool but that's sort of what you get back like I, I I do gambling I do I do that stuff but I wouldn't do anything as soon as he, he doesn't even mention the illegal fighters he's like I don't do fighting and uh, I wouldn't trust those Drakewood people as far as I could fucking throw them I don't sell kids yeah it's not what right. I do that's not right alright worth a shot um at least, uh, I was hoping that he would, even if I felt like he was on the level, like he, he doesn't deal in that kind of shit, but I also felt like he might have, like, seen it and just been like, that's not me, you guys do that thing, but, like, I'll, I'll stay over here with my, my stuff. All right. Uh, I'll ask Galahad and Vlad if they're ready to go back up or if they think it's worth, uh, I don't know if we can find anything more here, honestly. Wait, is I there? Missed, wait, I may have missed it. We're on the bottom. There's no other entrance. It's just kind of like a one-stop shop. Correct. Okay. This is supposed to be a network. We came in through one exit. Would we, if we came back up, be able to find other exits out, potentially? You did see another pathway uh, in that open chamber before you took the one to the right yeah. that went off in a different direction. We also have the pathway that was mentioned to us. Uh, by uh, by the by uh, Flash. Oh, yes. Um, the ward. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go back. Uh, I mean, this is, this is the one that he was taught, the, the tunnel that you went down. Oh, to this is the yeah. one? Oh, yes. oh, oh. However, he was also talking about that the, the Vitalis did have tunnels all throughout the city. Right. And more than likely, they found something presumably within the, the house as well, somewhere in the in the remains of the house, more than likely. Alsan, Duo, and Wolfie really fast while uh, Wolfie is still uh, up and running. Uh, through that tunnel to see and take a peek and see where it leads, if it leads into anything of note. Do Duo and Wolfie? Yeah. Alright. Uh, Don't have uh, a whole lot of time left with Wolfie. Um, but I will okay. say uh, that... I'll, I'll unsummon Wolfie, I'll keep Duo with me, and I'll summon uh, Owlie. Sure. The two of them can fly... And check it out. Um, how long do you send them for? Uh, I just sent Owly. Uh, just sent Owly? Because he has dark vision. And he's, okay. uh, he's got the fly speech for it. So he'd be alright. What are your instructions to Owly? Uh, 
How long does he fly for until he decides to turn back? Um, I I basically show him this cavern, and I say, if you find a cavern or another large place of like a home, a basement, something like that, come back and let us know. Okay. Ali's gone for maybe about 10 minutes flying down that area. And they only get like, because it's a summon, uh, you don't get like the same type of communication you get with Duo. Um, but from what you gather, just based on the very brief description and, and sort of like look that you get from Auli, uh, you're, you're looking at something very similar to the underground passages underneath in Venice. Mm. Okay. It will take fucking forever to try to map these places out, and yeah. we're not going to do it in this session. No, no we're definitely not. <laughs> um. All right, Zex is gonna take the party. We'll head back up, and uh, he will uh, see what the group. Uh, gathered on their end um, and he will wait the night um, to potentially go for a midnight stroll to the Vartalis Manor. Okay. All right. So, we pick up uh, as you are all leaving the uh, light of Elrin heading back in towards town. I'm not sure if you guys are heading back to uh, Rindon Cities or if you are, I believe, because you guys were still having a conversation about uh, trying to find Fat Argyle and uh, call his name out, you know, call him out. So uh, what what is the party doing currently as you're walking back through town? What is the the uh, destination or the thought here. I feel like we're walking back to Ryan and Seti's and then just like discussing um, this whole Fat Argyle thing, a little bit of uh, the Temple of Elrin, just everything that we've gone through over the past, like for the day, just, you know, shooting the shit as we walk back to uh, Seti. Mm hmm. You, know, you guys have gone through and talked to. Uh... You talked to Ryan Seti. You have, uh, you went and talked to Argyle, uh, uh, Kyver's uh, mother and father, who are big fans of Fat Argyle, or at least his mother is. Um, and uh, she gave you some information about uh, Kyver and the group that he was traveling with. So, uh, you guys would like to have conversation as you're walking uh, walking back. That's totally up to you. The question is, how do we draw out this larger version of you? I wasn't expecting you to describe it like that. <laughs> it's a rather large argyle. I was like... <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. This This guy seems really full of himself so how do we attack somebody like that how do we draw out someone who's a little narcissistic 
Well, I mean, flyers always work. Flyers? Flyers? Or we sort of spread it by word of mouth? May take a little while to get all the way back to him, though. Salix just starts saying, yeah, Fat Argyle's a fucking punk. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I agree. I agree. If we knew where he operates or like where, where, wherever it is where he's hanging out or whatever the case is, it'd be kind of easier to take it straight to him. Um, but we're going to have to lure him out. There are a couple taverns and such around here. If you announced a public challenge the next couple nights or however long we are here. Okay. I think that could work. Surely he would have to respond. Do we find what local bakeries? Because he's known for goods or are we going to? He's known for food in general. Fair enough. I feel like we know somebody who's pretty good at food, right? Do we know what kind of crew he runs with? Because, I mean, if you do start calling him out and he does take offense to it. I'm sure we could outrun them. Well, into... Running, okay. We're not directly (laughs) threatening him. I do not feel we would respond with threatening our own bodily harm. What if we spread the word that if no I don't one want to kill the goes guy. up, so, just, just to want to meet challenge. him. Right, right. I mean, I mean, you do get the the context that you're affecting his line of business. So, sure. you know, he could take more offense to that than if you had uh, threatened his life. I didn't do anything other than exist. Salix sort of pipes up and is like, "Well, I mean, if we're threatening his business, that's a." If he tries to kill us, it's not like that's going to be good for his business if he just openly starts like a gang war in the middle exactly. of the streets of Nymora. Like I said, he has an image to a whereas is. makes sense. I mean, I don't. Little, little kids <laughs> came up, looks over at Argyle, little kids came up to you and asked for your autograph. It's not like he's got like, you know. Oh, those, to be fair, those are the worst kind. True, but it's not like we're going to fight little kids. I mean, I mean, I mean if they're going right. to. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, say jokingly. <laughs> <laughs> and Salix looks at you like, well, if they're gonna if they're gonna speak out of turn, I don't mind giving them a fucking smack upside the head. But I mean, I'm not gonna I'm hurt saying. these kids. No, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that. I, he would I, hurt I feel kids. like we've gotten severely off topic here. How are we... <laughs> off How... topic. I'm telling Happy you, though, we are split down the middle. Zex Galahad wouldn't talk about slapping the shit out of kids. <laughs> <laughs> Us, it's like, yeah, sure. I, I, I don't quite feel comfortable talking about threatening kids with bodily harm. No, no, no. But, no. First um, off, you know, we're, first we're off not that's gonna... not what I meant. What I meant was, is the fact that little kids like and, and uh, you know, are into his company and in his business and the marketing that he chooses to do does not necessarily represent the person that he could be at his core as far as how threatening he could potentially make it for us. Yes, I would like to think that that wouldn't be the case, but being the elf that I am, I have to uh, always think about our general safety. Well, so surely just, he wouldn't outwardly um, not publicly threaten us. Right. Yeah, but if we propose a friendly competition, 
Yes. And we are met with violence on the other end. That does yes. not quite seem like it would uphold his image very well. Okay. I, I, I I'm ready for it. You. I'm not expecting it. I'm just saying, right, be ready to throw hands. Right. In case it comes to that. That's all. Surely we'll not let everyone that... is as violent as you lot. I mean... <laughs> <clears throat> Given the right conditions. You haven't also, met our... No, if you've seen the things that we've seen, you haven't met by our walking into a room. You haven't met the alternates yet, or the, the judge, or the jury, or the executioner, or the constable, for that matter. So, I mean... Yeah, we're the light versions. Yeah. Oh, that is a concerning thought. Hey, man, Light and slim, right, apparently. Given the right conditions, we look forward to seeing your violent side as well. Given the right conditions. Shanks, it's a self-defense side. There's a difference. Anyway. Friendly yeah, yeah, competition, we challenge him publicly. If he says okay. no, we have it written on the flyer or whatever you used to advertise that if no one shows, the opposite is the winner. White, I like the way he thinks. I like the way he thinks. We put it a couple days ahead. Like, uh, however, I don't know how long we're staying here. If it is, if we've agreed upon the time or not. But sounds is like we were only supposed to stay here for a day, but I don't see that happening. Yes, yeah, I don't know with the Vitalis matter and all that shit. So I don't. Oh I don't yeah, know. there's a there's a lot we're learning the longer we stay. So perhaps we could find out how long ago uh, your fetter self was seen here, um, and sort of make a calculation on the time based on how long he's been away. Obviously, more recent enough to want an autograph, right? Right. I mean, if he's here reviewing food, um, I think it would be a matter of seeing where he has been physically and where he hasn't been yet. Right. Salix just stops a kid as you guys are walking. Hey, where's? do you know where Fat Argyle is? And the kid stops, looks at Argyle, and then looks back at Salix. <laughs> And then, and just sort of like gives like a puzzled look, and Salix is just like, "That's not Fat Argyle. He's just a fan, a very big fan, huge fan. Hey, he, he's co he's cosplaying right now. Uh, we just <laughs> we're looking. We want to meet him, get uh, autographs. What do you well, think? Good impression? Have. Did I do all right? I asked kid sort of looks. Kid sort of looks at you, and be like, kind of skinny, but yeah, it's. it's... <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like you could put on like a few pounds, but you look all right. I'm, I'm like, working on it. I'm working on it. So where, so where is he, kid? And uh, <laughs> the kid's like, uh, he he was he was doing some sort of event the other day uh, down in the boroughs, uh, over on the eastern side, in one of the markets. The other day, so there's only been a short time since he was last in a public event. Uh, that was when I saw him. He was a really nice guy. Did he uh, announce uh, the next place he's going to? Or what his uh, next place anybody can see him at? I would really like to get his autograph. I don't I don't know. I mean, there's a couple of spots over in that area. Here, let me pull up my random name generator real quick. <laughs> uh, random name generator? What is, is that? Is that, the, uh, is that the name of the map you have? Huh? Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, it's a new thing. Yeah, all the kids have them now. 
All the kids have them now. I just, it's just, it, it helps you've, us. You've, you've been gone for 4,000 years. The world changes at this crazy. It, it helps us make up new slang. It's just, it's a, it's a thing. They're all walking out with magic mirrors as iPads, and it's like, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Look up from your screen for 10 seconds. <laughs> God damn it. Back in my day, you'd have to pay an arm and a leg to get one of these. Now all the kids are having them. Use my magic mirror, mom. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, probably if he's in the same area, you're looking at maybe like uh, either like the uh, the Lucky Truffle or the Modern Spoon, and then there's there's one called uh, the it's it's real. This one's kind of weird, but like they have like really interesting. So they they got like uh, cutesy looking uh, cookies and stuff. It's called the Murky Armadillo. I feel Ooh. like that's the uh, that's the spot. I don't know. Uh, thematically speaking, uh, the battle at the murky armadillo just does not ring. You know, oh, you know, they have cookies. We're going to the murky armadillo. The, We're at the, least going by the kids like battle. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You see, you see, I know somebody who would greatly like to have an entertaining joust with with uh, an in, uh, a verbal joust, if you will, with Fat Argyle in a spectacular scene. Uh, it is just an idea, but... Uh, oh, is this going to be like a freestyle cypher? Yes, yes. I, I, like, look at the other two, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, is, this, is this what we're nodding. Yeah, and the I'm there, like, yes, 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 yes. Alex is yes. also enthusiastically <laughs> nodding. <laughs> yes, a... a a freestyle cipher. Cipher. Yes. Yeah. How many yes. friends you, you got, should tell all, you should tell all your friends about it. Tell all your friends and their all parents. All your friends. And uh anyone you know that likes two, two days from now. Argyle. Two days from now. Fat Argyle versus Slim, Slim Argyle. Argyle. Shanks um minor illusions like fireworks behind Hoshino while why and booms his voice a little bit. The minor illusion of my name with like a fire text above it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the kid is like, whoa. Two days? <laughs> really? Two days from now, yes. Two days? Yes. At high noon. High noon. Okay, okay. All right. Cool. Cool. And he just like turns and sprints. And wow. just. Shit, you didn't give him the flyer. Always we don't need it. We don't need it. I don't have a, I didn't prepare a flyer. That we little kid is gonna do half it. the work for us. Oh, I think yeah. For some reason I, I think he's got a I think he's got a lot of friends. I hope so. If you guys are still looking at him, you see him run to like a group of kids and he's like, Oh my god, so you can see him like animated, like checking out, he points back at you guys. So here's what I'm thinking. The next two days prep time right i can go to however many taverns there are in this place we've got plenty of time i can spin the story of slim argyle and his upbringing you know his love for food has spurred him on from a very young age you know you know his father died so his mother tried to spoil him as much as she could but she was but a poor baker 
a poor baker. So, so you have found your the love for the the bakery goods, mm. the sweets, and it has led you on a on a valiant quest across the land to find the most succulent of of items, right? Oh, and, oh, like and because like, like he's so uh, since he's so into like the the higher quality stuff, he just doesn't fill up on everything. So that's why he's right. slim. Right. Oh shit! Okay, exactly. I got it. I got exactly. It. You have to pick and, and, and this choose. Is a friendly indulge battle. when necessary. Indulge but, you know, when necessary. Right. So instead of staying crunchy, Qua- quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. Ooh. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, being poor, right? You don't have quantity. You have quality. So that upbringing really hammers home how that may be. I like this. This is. I think this is a good nice. idea. And this is a friendly bout. Remember. Friendly, just a competition to get the people excited, right? This it's isn't like this ain't to stain one another's reputation, right? This is just to bring the community together. Like it. However, is this the way you would promote Poshino, like back in your time. This is the, yes, yes. So uh, my very cl- close friend. Uh, who actually taught me most of the beginnings of my bardic ways. Uh, this is how he would uh, spread his word around, but also spread others. You know, when you have two bards going head to head in this this very upbeat and, and, and uh, joyous occasion, no one really takes offense, right, to who wins or not. Oh, wow. But both so you would go around out. spreading, just basically one-upping each other's stories. Kind of right, thing. right, right. Not the, not the it, other direction, not like spreading But all friendly, all friendly. All friendly. Okay. All friendly, yes. Okay. And, and, and in like doing in so... Markets and stuff? And like in doing so, both bards get recognition no matter who wins or not. Ah. Both awesome. are spread renowned. Many bards, you, you do not know the amount of bards who knew each other very personally and very closely. But to everybody else... They had this sort of friendly rivalry that went on. It is oh, like like uh, like playing a character. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Huh. Exactly. Oh shit. Huh. Out of game. Shanks uh, takes a level of bar. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy adding the mechanics and trying to figure right, out. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Now, how do I how do I work this one level of bard into all of this as well? It's still a charisma class, so we can still do that. We still do it. It technically synergizes. Yeah. It's, it, we're gonna we're gonna go next level with this. <laughs> all right, I would say at this point you have made your way back to um, Seti and Ryan's house. Um, they greet you as you walk in. Um, Zex, uh, Galahad, and Glad have not yet returned from wherever it is that they went to go check out. Um, and, uh, Ryan's like, so, uh, you guys find anything interesting or on your, on your foray into, uh, this kind of weird, you know, weird stuff that's been happening? We uh we spoke to Kyver's parents. Oh, um, and said he's like, oh, how 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 are they? How are Marlo and Rhea? Um, basically they said hello. Awesome. Oh, and uh, they gave us some uh, cookies for you. 
Yes, yes. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, they're doing they're doing great. Thanks, ate a few of them. Uh, so some are missing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Salad chuckles slither. in the background. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so said he's like, well, what did you guys figure out? We haven't seen, we haven't seen uh, Zex or 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 Galahad or Glad yet. I don't, I'm not sure where they are. I haven't gotten like any sort of. They're digging into the uh, Vitalis Manor situation, and we did get some information about that. So we'll have to run it by them when we meet up, cross check it with whatever they have. I'm sure they've probably found out more than we have already. Yeah, we have been a tad. Um sidetracked really is that the word I yeah, yeah i mean I, I think we pretty much sidetracked implies that we're putting yeah. our attention to something that doesn't matter i, I right. think this is just as important in a different direction <laughs> now hear me i i understand right doppelgangers appearing everywhere crazy things that happen whoa, 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 whoa doppelgangers what the fuck are you talking about doppelgangers oh the uh the whole fat argyle uh fat argyle if you i was wondering i, I don't Said he's like, I was wondering who the fuck Fat Argyle was. Definitely not, not me. Slim Argyle. <laughs> if I keep eating these cookies, I mean, Shanks keeps eating these cookies. Uh, we may be one and the same by the time I leave. <laughs> Quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. <laughs> so, so what's the deal with this Fat Argyle doppelganger thing? Is this like a bad thing? Doppelgangers, we don't know do yet. Doppelgangers are kind of usually not good. I I don't know. I've never I've never seen a, a doppelganger. I mean, well, I mean there situation are situation go well. Yeah. There are Me there neither. are, and 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 Ryan is Ryan is like, when you say doppelganger, are you talking about the actual being a doppelganger? You know, like well, the, the ones that can just sure. Take over not, someone's yeah, identity. Not, I don't well, think we're quite sure yet. More so, versions of us from other planes of existence. I'm gonna be honest. That is a big pill to swallow. Yeah, they both look at you like you have fucking six heads. Yes, like, yes. The doppelgangers. Don't picture Zex. The Zex you know, the way you know him. A version of him exists in another you another plane of existence that's different. Could be taller. Could be shorter. Some scars, a, a different definitely, plan, definitely a different life path. These are these are things that are real. Yourselves, for yeah, the there could be other versions of yourselves as well. The other one lifts a lot. What? So you've you've met a a a different version of of Zex? So any sort of? So Shanks kind of looks over at Argyle. Uh, were you speaking hypothetically? Hypothetically, by using Zex as an example, I, I was just using an example gotcha. that as well, an example. Under, yeah, and yeah, said he's like, I don't know, Zex, you, uh, Shanks, you, you seem, you seemed pretty set in what you were describing. It wasn't. Yes, I, I, I tend to visualize things very strongly. So that's you know, why he he's great performers. He picked opposites from the Zex that we know. We know our Zex to, you know, right. your son is a little he's, more he's athletic. Slim. He's trim, he's you know, like, right. yeah. He, he's a very good, like, method actor. So, like, when he when he gets something in his head, he, he is, he's very uh, sure on it. That's why 
Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's a version of Shanks that exists that doesn't put his foot in his mouth sometimes. There's, like, these are things that are out there in the ever-expanding universe. Uh, just an example. <laughs> Seti gives you the standard uh, Latino, mo- Latino mom, like, eye squint, like, mm. You guys are bullshitting me. But she doesn't but say anything. You- she, yeah, she just, like, looks at you like, mm, mm-hmm. okay. All right. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Don't play me. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 If if you don't want to tell me about it, that's fine. <laughs> so so you're gonna you're what do you what does this have to do with with this fat argyle? He's the one who's always talking about baking stuff. I've seen the the yes. the, the pamphlets. I've been mistaken as him all throughout the day. So we're just curious to see why and how um fat argyle is, is is here as a thing granted I, I this is not my native plane um so maybe i'm the intruder but we just we're just trying to find out who he is just have a nice friendly rap battle ryan is like rap battle you say we heard he likes to bake and and rhyme and everyone confuses me as him so i I think it's the best way to really get a one-on-one audience with him okay well well, if you guys need a hand with anything let me know or i we won't you know we won't bother you while you're you're setting up your 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 rap battle so here you guys you guys do what you need to do we'll we'll just be here real quick who were we planning on doing the baking Say it again. Who, who were we planning on getting to essentially bake for? We could kind of do catering for like like anywhere anywhere local that yeah. can like make a small sample and we can hand them out right. during the uh, during the poems it, and everything. Um, uh, how, do you Gal- think Galahad can... has the bag of holding with all the money in it. No, no I got I have I yeah. have some money on on okay. my person enough to to yeah, do I, something. Should have some stuff to throw in and cover it. And then we'll just text our girl, um, Galahad later. <laughs> like, did you guys spend money? Um, it was for information. So it, was it falls for, it within was, <laughs> very important company funds. Um, <laughs> he didn't give you the expense card before he left. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no okay. company credit card before he just All right. <laughs> He knows better. <laughs> Makes sense. And have you heard of this place, the, um, uh, something armadillo? What was it? Murky's like, oh, the Murky uh, armadillo. Yes, yes. They make the cutest cookies. They like little kittens and, and, uh, like little, uh, you know, uh, little raccoons. And she just starts like all, think like, uh, like a chibi style, like Japanese bakery of just like, uh, you know, like, chibi and and uh oh, what's the other uh oh fuck i can't remember the name of all but like oh, kawaii yeah kawaii all it's like all kawaii baking stuff she explains it's like that's pretty much what it is right but yeah we were going to have like a uh a friendly little uh, rap battle there with this oh, it, it could be any of the local establishments but we are stopping by 
there. Hold on. Hold on a second. Try these cookies. Instead of instead of trying to out bake him, right? We already know with, with Hoshino you're gonna outrhyme him, but instead of trying to out bake him, what if you were just the purveyor of the local the local scene? Like if if this armadillo place makes, you know, these these nice mini cookies and you know, maybe there are other establishments in the area that specialize in something. Hoshino said, like, this is a, you know, make it a community event. Wouldn't like it be great advertisement for everybody to... Well, you would just pick up something from everybody and then you, uh, you add that into the... Yeah. I'm sure there are a couple of bakeries around. We could get, like, uh, something from each place. Yeah. yeah, whatever they're known for. I think it would make sense for each place being so unique and different to have a, a bit of a sample. specialty so, yeah. or a bit of a sample plan, a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, we want things to be small and finger food. Cause I'm not trying to feed uh, an individual no, not, croissant to per, per person. Cause right. We don't have Galahad <laughs> to okay the funds for that one. Well, perhaps we could exchange it for advertisement after all being in the same room or in the same sentence as Fat Argyle, surely should be quite the reputation boost. Sounds True. like maybe we can get them to make Argyle cookies. That would be fantastic. Oh. You could have a slim Argyle and a fat Argyle cookie. And whoever, you know, you, you, you vote by Whoever takes the, whoever's cookies are are taken the most is the one who wins the battle. That is great. That is a. Uh, are you, are like, you, you are I, I, you are a natural showman. That is I, fantastic. Nah, I just yeah, I got ideas sometimes. <laughs> you think about stuff when you're you know in a hermitage in the middle of the woods. Just shit happens bunch of stuff rolling around in my head. It is what it is, you know? Like it's a good idea? Alright. How we put this together? Well, we got how many days? Two days. Two days. Two days. Two days. Uh, two days. Tommy, what I don't sleep. I can go... Well, the shops do close. Uh, Taverns do not. Taverns <laughs> do not close. <laughs> it's, it's about mid-afternoon. I oh, think I can tavern up for the next two days. Are you guys hungry? I don't eat. Yeah, why not? Uh, <laughs> apologies. Um, no. Mercury Armadillo? I think that should be a place we start first because uh, trying to get the word out to Fat Argyle as soon as possible is a um, must, I think. He should be the first one to hear about it, you know. Hopefully we, we run into him there. Or, or on the way over him. there. Or people who know him. Don't worry. Your uh, bird friend has your back. They will get to the hype. There there will be plenty of hype when the day comes. I don't doubt it. Yeah. And I know Shanks has my back. Hopefully nobody gets hurt. It's all just hey, friendly, friendly competition. Friendly banter. Friendly competition. There are no I losers just... in this. Just we, just sure sure set, we just make sure to set. We just make sure to set 
conditions before we start. But that can be a one-on-one thing, you know. While the crowd is hyped up and noisy, you talk to Fantargum and like, hey, if I win, you give me information or I think that's what we're looking for, right? Information? Yeah. Well, I think and, whether uh, we win or lose. Yes. And, and not, not for the most part, I mean, you can... Salix was like, I thought we were going to kill him and take his business. Listen, everything's on the table. It's on the table. It's on the table. It's on the uh, table. Wait, wait, wait. The, this this is no, no, no. friendly. Hush, you know, hush, friendly you know, everything is on the table. Yes. Is what we but mean. everything has to but be on the table. But it's very low on the priority list. I mean, very low. It probably Possible. will not happen. Exactly. But he's, he's hurt nobody. Uh, no, no, no. As long as he doesn't hurt anybody. I'm just saying, like, if that were to change... Hoshino, have you ever been in an altercation because you were the better bard? A few, but that is... Nobody died over it. Of course, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, if yeah. it comes to, you know, fist to fist, that, that that's fine. But if things get a little sharper, we're just saying we're prepared, but we're not going to be the first ones to make any sort of violent moves. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 We're not looking for that. You gotta. You gotta remember. Right. We're not looking for that to be the case. It's just. But we know, are ready twenty four seven. But we are always ready. I guess I understand. You know, expect the worst, never be surprised, and all that. There you go. Yes. Potion over here is fucking panicking. That you guys are just gonna fucking <laughs> gut fat Argyle. <laughs> <laughs> steal his fucking business. To look, to look at things from Hoshino's position must be absolutely hilarious because he's like, these guys throw around murder like, like it's not. <laughs> Murder. Like it's death. every other Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> like this is every other Tuesday. Yeah, it's, an, it's another day in New York. <laughs> you can, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Our next characters have to be polar opposites from our lives. It just, it, we, <laughs> oh, the next. Um, yeah. Our next characters don't even. They, they have no interest in hurting anybody or being hurt, and have never experienced. As if you guys could resist. As if they, you guys could resist. We could totally. Yeah, no, we could totally. Resist. I mean, it's, it's not like they're even going to be D and D characters. They're going to be in a different system anyway. So it's all right, that's right. true. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you guys like to do? Potentially head on to the. Uh... <laughs> and to the. <laughs> We're not murder hobo. Step one, sheathe all of said, our weapons. I said potential. <laughs> potential. Potential, right? It's on the sheave table. everything. It's on the table, but it's... Yeah. Buried in the priority list, uh, but definitely yeah. on the table. We put a pin in it, but it's the smallest pin that we have. So. <laughs> Sounds is like, like, I don't, the, I don't like want the to kill the man. Refrigerator. But I'm ready. <laughs> Sounds like I don't want to kill the man, but like these hands are rated D for everyone. So like I've, I'm, <laughs> I didn't want to kill a bunch of people that I've had to kill, but they tried to kill me. So, yeah. uh, well. you know, this has shifted into a very depressing subject. Let us no, 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 no. we're no, we're no, gonna no, go. No. You can't eat because you can't taste. Am I correct? Right. Right. Can you smell? Yes. 
So then we're gonna we're, we're gonna go to the bakeries and we're gonna have a good time, a peaceful right, time. Right. No one's gonna get hurt. I I right. So because I'll be writing these poems, we should pick out like one or two things. You know, one, maybe like uh, three different places, one from each different uh, place. Uh, See what they're known for, or what stands right. out. Not even what they're known for, what stands, what out, stands to us, out to us. Right. And then Makes it more from the we heart. We propose to them a sort of sponsorship deal that they get to, their name gets to be thrown around with the likes of Fat in Slim Argyle in an epic but friendly, epic but friendly battle of words. To see who is the better food critic, yeah? Yeah. That seems perfectly fine. Yeah. Sounds good. I will double down on that. Oh, oh so you know, I promise you, I will draw no weapon unless a weapon is drawn against me first. That, that, I understand. I understand. I, <laughs> I, think, I think he's good. I think he gets it. I think he gets I get it. it. I get it. <laughs> All right. Tommy, out of game. Mm. Quick question. Quick answer. Um, the prestidigitation stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It can enhance the flavor of food. Yes. But it's like a magical enhancement, correct? Correct. Theoretically, would prestidigitation affect Ushino's taste in food? Okay, so uh, out of game. Uh-huh. I feel My... like that's some serious magic that he's got going on. Well, see, out of out of game. Yeah, I don't know. Not being able to taste things is my own flavor. Realistically, I just don't need to eat. Realistically, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. but I flavored it to be. I just can't taste anything anymore. It's beautiful. So, I mean, technically, gonna, the flavor is that everything that you eat or drink tastes like ash. Yeah. Is part That's, is part of the reborn is, yeah, lineage. Yeah. So it's like. He could eat. He doesn't have to eat. He can. He doesn't eat. have to eat. He can. He doesn't eat. have right. to. He doesn't have to eat, drink, breathe, yeah. sleep. He doesn't have to do yeah. any. He doesn't have to do any of those right. things. And when everything tastes right. like ash, you kind of don't give a shit about yeah, eating anyway. It's like ah, it's whatever. I'm not. But that doesn't. Of... That doesn't mean I don't recall the taste of food. When you're that's without... what I asked about smell. Smell. Don't walk by a bakery and you're like, fuck. Like it, that's why you go in you know? for so long. Right. But is that torture or is that? Oh no, that that's the you <laughs> fighting the urge to go in because you know you're gonna be like, I should be buying this. Well, I mean, or really, be fat argyle and fuck the resistance. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I, know. <laughs> I mean, if you really think about it, smelling food also allows you to taste it because your olfactory glands are yep. connected yeah. to a bunch of a bunch of other stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Right. By proxy, he could be tasting the food by not not necessarily eating it, but by smelling it. Right. Smelling That's why I was asking it. if he could smell it. Like, at least he'll get some, you know, just some of that to come through. They say absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? I truly understand the taste of food, not being able to taste food. It has brought out such, such words from me that I have not expressed in a long time. Makes you a better bard. Exactly. It's like oh, it's like pain and trauma and messed up situations brings out creativity in you. Exactly. I am learning a lot from you, Hoshina. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say it's the four thousand years, but I wasn't really conscious for that long. So. <laughs> True. True. You've been but, through a lot. 
This is just what I learned long time ago. Not being put into practice. Listen, I know know we kind of glazed over a lot of stuff. I see what you did there. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you see, as Argyle's eating something else, like, I'm going to have to loosen up my clothes by the time we're Slightly <laughs> off subject, this was going to be for an NPC, but now I think I might need to just put this into to D&D Beyond as a homebrew race. I found a I found a, a panda a panda folk uh, oh, home, homebrew class, mm-hmm. uh, like red yes. panda. So this, I, I'm here for that. <laughs> the baker at the murky armadillo was going to be a red panda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell I was yeah. like, I was like, do they have a race for that? Of course they have a fucking race for that. Of course they have a fucking of race. Of have to fight the urge when we walk in to just pet them. It's like, no, that's disrespectful. You can't that's do that. Just, yep, you can't do that. <laughs> you try, you no. try and pet them, they're gonna put their hands up and be like, huh. Ah. <laughs> it's like it's even more adorable. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. oh my god. <laughs> oh god, are you okay? Oh, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> 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 they can use a bonus action to be cute and you're thrown <laughs> off you know you're stunned until the like next you're round stunned. or whatever it's like, I'm not even you're, rolling. Stunned. <laughs> you're, you're just stunned you're just stunned for the next <laughs> round cuteness overload <laughs> of course it's GM binder of course they have it oh that's fucking fantastic oh it's so cute <laughs> yeah like you have to fight every urge, and it's like, can I pet you? No, you can't. Okay, I'm sorry. That's that's adorable. Yeah, okay, I have, I have to make one now. Can I? Can I pet? You? Can I pet you? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to pet you. How, how would you feel if I tried? If you if I tried to pet you? <laughs> yeah, can I pet you? <laughs> how do you feel? Is, right, is right, it disrespectful if I pet you? <laughs> as long as you don't grab my horns, I guess we're okay. <laughs> Those horns are exclusive to the bedroom. Let's, but let's be honest. Oh, wow. But they're so adorable. <laughs> All right, point taken, point taken. <laughs> is, okay. it, is it though? Visit bakeries, find out what uh, stands out to us. Mm-hmm. I make a rhyme. We go to the murky armadillo. Murky armadillo? Murky armadillo. Yes. We. Chall- we publicly challenge uh, Fat Argon by telling everybody that he's going to be there. Uh, he is sort of forced to show up, but we make sure that it is a friendly competition uh, so he doesn't, you know, show up angry. Uh, I spend the next two or three days uh, spreading the story of Slim Argyle to the people. Uh, we get sponsorship, uh, for tasty food at the venue, and I think that is as much of a plan as we can have, barring the unknowns. This is the most non-violent plan and thoroughly thought out plan we've had in a while. I know. Thank you. I'm sensing a good vibe here. Sounds just just like it's probably because Hoshino came up with it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. exactly. Balances us, us out. Balance, exactly. You just need the balance, my friend. <laughs> Chase just has that resound for him for a second. <laughs> balance, yeah. Yeah, yeah balance yep. in the back of your head. Balance. Yeah, balance. balance. 
<laughs> Balancing his bow on his finger like Thanos, and it's like mm, right. we're, we're, no, <laughs> no, not we're not we're perfectly balances about. all things, but no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Step too far. Step too far. <laughs> Non-violent. Non too much balance. Too much balance. <laughs> too much balance. Non-violent balance. Non-violent balance. <laughs> Repeat it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's the thing. We can do this. Let's see. All right. Let's so, what see. would you guys like to do? We're heading over to the uh, Mercury Armadillo. Mercury Armadillo. Armadillo. All right. Make your way back down. Uh, it is a, yep. Yeah, it is is back down in the burrows. Um, it's a small little shop. It has like a kawaii-looking uh, red panda, you know, like smiling face. This is the murky armadillo. Um, maybe within ten feet of the storefront, you just smell like baked goods and just. You know, sugar cookies and like the whole nine. Um, as you walk in, there is a uh, maybe three and a half foot tall uh, red panda wearing an apron uh, behind the counter that sort of greets you. Hello. <laughs> when they, when they, how are you that? today? I'm going to just oh. speak for all of us that all of our eyes get like huge black circles with a little bit of water at the bottom of it. We're oh, just yeah. like, oh! I lean over to Shanks. Oh my God. I want to hug him. <laughs> my name is Sin. What can I do for you? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I physically start like, you know, like when... You're jumping and you're just shaking off the nerves and it's like, all right, yeah. I got this. I start doing that before anyone that. says anything. It. Yeah. They'll give you a bardic inspiration to film yourself. Right. Well, <laughs> to regain composure. Speaking with disadvantage, just so you know. Oh, man. Hi, hi. We're um new in town and we heard that this is the place to come by and Try something really, really good. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you came. What would you like? We have the cookies. We have these little pies. They look like little chickens. They're so cute. Uh, it sort of like scurries over to the thing. We, ha we have bear claws. We have crawlers. We have... Oh, we have pies. We have lots of pies. Pies, very good. I like the. Pies. I clenched the living shit out of Shanks's wrist, <laughs> just holding Shanks. back. Like, when you do that, you notice that Shanks is not breathing. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually got his hands Hoshino in, is... in prayer form in front of his face. <laughs> he is not breathing. Hoshino was for the first time experiencing cuteness aggression. <laughs> 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 and he's trying to regain his composure. <laughs> oh, she was thinking, holy shit, I wanted to choke it with love. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Sam <clears throat> is looking at you with, like slightly bewildered for a second. Wait. And then so you can see the realization come across their face. And it's like, oh, I know what this is. And then just like, they just shake it off and just look at you. It's a big smile. They got like the, Wait. you know, the big round eyes, the whole nine. 
Wheeler. What uh, would you uh, recommend for first timers to 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 the shop? Oh, you have to have <coughs> one of have to have one of the cookies. The cookies, mwah, so good. Three cookies, please. Of course, for new customer, because you are very very nice. I give you one for free. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank, James, you. James and, uh, yeah, thank you so much. Coughing. Everybody's coughing. It is uh, a it is a, a a replica of the red panda uh, logo out on the front sign as a cookie that's about yay big. It's got the, I mean, like the kawaii icing in the whole nine yards. It's like perfectly like glazed over. So like everything's smooth. Here you go. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Hoshino eats it like it's the best damn cookie he's ever had in his entire life. He eats the whole cookie? He eats the whole thing. Oh, wow. You guys, each, you I just look, you guys we, each get one. Yeah. Yeah. We look at Hoshino like, holy shit. Like, it, <laughs> It smelled like just the smell in there. Like think of the best like bakery that you've been in into, like you, you know, like corner store style bakery. That's definitely a mom and pop place, not like a a big a bigger store. All right, it's it's that. Yes, yeah, definitely not a franchise. It's definitely like local. You know, like the the all natural type bakery where you know you would normally find like the. You know the hippies or the the hipsters are are behind the counter, like this is the, that's the vibe that you get from this place. Oh yeah. Oh, this is this is amazing. I just inhale the, the flavor. Oh. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> this does, does is it go so down good. the wrong? Does it go down the wrong pipe? Sen, is that what you said your name was? Yes. Well, this is my name, my friend. Who would we talk to for uh, an idea regarding the business? Um, a manager, perhaps? Owner? Oh, me. I am the owner. That, that checks out. It, it really does. <clears throat> we were thinking that it would be, in these, in these times of craziness, it would be mm-hmm. very uh, uplifting to... Perhaps have a sort of event hosted here. Oh yes, what, yes. what, what kind of event? This sounds exciting. Well, my my friend, uh, s- s- um, Slim Argyle. Uh, Ar- Argyle. Argyle. Uh, Argyle. Argyle. Here, uh, he. Oh, you do look very familiar, but you're not nearly as big. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you see, he too is a uh, purveyor of the bakery arts, right? And he would like to have a sort of friendly competition with someone who, quite funnily enough, shares a very similar name to himself. Yes, the fat one. Yes, yes, that... Yes, that one. Um... And we were wondering if your place of business, being a well-known bakery already as is, uh, would be able to perhaps host this sort of uh, this sort of event. You know, uh, you would need not worry for foods and such as we plan on 
maybe seeking some other local uh, bakeries out to sort of try and make this a very community-centered event. Friendly competition of sorts. I would like any one of the three of you to roll me a d100. Any one of you. Just need one it. set. All right. There is. There we go. And... Oh, I had roll. Oh, go for it. Go for it. If you got it, go for it. It's, it's 70. 70? Okay. 70. Thank you. Not bad. Not bad. <gasps> it beats my 52. So. Well, I, you, you want to have. What direction. Yeah, yeah no, it's true. Down. Sometimes it's down. You want, you want to have an event here? <clears throat> yes. What? What kind? What what would the event be? Uh, a rap battle, I think. The kids are calling it nowadays. Uh, a battle of rhymes versus our versus the two uh, well-known food about critics. the foods. Um, yes, and that the establishments have. Yes. Yes. Oh. And you are good? Yes, he is fantastic. Exceptional. Hmm. When when would you like this to happen? Two days from now. Two days from now, yes. Two days? Yes. You can see them sort of like lean over and look behind you. And goes, oh, two, two days, not now? Unfortunately, I want to sort of uh, share the word around, get everyone coming to your business, you see. Do I notice hey, the hey, hey. <laughs> Right on cue. I hear someone's talking. They want to have a friendly battle. He comes in sort of like strutting. You it's must... Real. You must be the esteemed fat argyle the one and only stay crunchy my friend hey stay crunchy don't be soggy now yeah i love that i love that saying yes that's what we were thinking of um sort of you know you understand it brings the community together with you know everyone's pitching a little bit in we are talking about the local bakery foods i chime in people have been mistaking me for you, and I can definitely right. see why. And I figured uh, it's an opportunity for us to meet each other and get to see what what's what's going on here. I I had no idea um, who you were until recently, and for the past day, everybody's been calling me Fat Argyle. And don't worry, I've been correcting them, letting them know that you're the one and only. Um, <laughs> but I definitely wanted to meet the man, the myth, the legend himself, and make sure people understand that you know. You know, they say everyone's got a twin out there somewhere, you know. This is just that kind of case. Man, some devils. You really want you really want to wait two days? I can get well, some things together tonight. I'll look at Hoshino to see if he's okay with that. I mean, I guess I could spread the word in a day. Oh, oh, you how how you think I found out? All them kids running around talking about some skinny argyle. Wow. Oh. <clears throat> I guess we better... Some, some, uh, some well, I mean, uh, 
Ah, it's still a, it's still an imitation. Well, then I suppose we better get the big. Is it the best shaking. form of flattery? Only if you're good. I guess we'll find out. I guess we will. Here tonight, sundown. Sounds good. He looks over at Sin. Hey, stay crunchy. And then turns around and heads out. And Sin is like, Oh, that was very weird seeing two of you at the same time. One fat and one not fat. (laughs) (laughs) It was confusing for a second, but when you speak, you can tell the difference. Imagine our surprise arriving here and finding out fat Argyle is a thing. <laughs> it must be very surprising. Um, Tommy, you you know I did a vibe check on him. Can you just give me the rundown? On fat Argyle? On fat Argyle. <laughs> also looking for any peripherals, uh, satellites that may have been around. <laughs> Oh yeah, when when he walks out, you see at least three or four other people. He's got an entourage. Yeah. He's got an entourage for sure. Yeah. Um, a smattering of of like uh, wood elves and tabaxi are with him, and um, vibe check wise, most of them seem like they are more like very much like entourage style, like probably maybe handle themselves in like a fist fight with like regular people, but. You don't feel like any sort of threat from them. Okay. Like they definitely don't. uh, They definitely don't look like manager. Yeah. They don't look like adventurers. They look like normal people that are his entourage. Um, And uh, him, him, he's probably like a solid three. He's definitely not harmless, but it's not like he's gonna overwhelm you if you were to get into some type of battle. If that, if that was the case. Yep. Do you share that uh, information, Shanks? Nope. You don't? Oh. <laughs> when does Shanks no, no. share anything until it, 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 you have to wait? You have to wait until he has a mental breakdown for him to share right. more things. That, yeah. Yeah. We've, I meant like saying it out loud. This, like we've yeah, maybe his assessment of what he No, feels. no. He's, he's, he, he would he would tell you that in, in a more private moment. Like maybe a time. chuckle? Like you, you rated him and he was left no. off. So you <laughs> laughed. And I'd be like, all right, cool. <laughs> He will, he will let you know in a different setting. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Would you like Never me to know, make special cookies? So, out of game, Prim, uh, out of the ones you've sent me, are there any ones that you want this place to take over? Oh, to take over? Uh, this one could probably do a mean, uh, the second, the second. Probably. Cinnabon, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely thinking Cinnabon. Cinnabons from from here. From here. All right, so I, we'll we'll ask to try a Cinnabon. Hopefully, some they they have like on tap. Do you want her to potentially make the 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 slim and fat argyle cookies for the voting process? For the voting process, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah, but I, I also want to see like if they have Cinnabons here, and then mm-hmm. that'll be the food that we really like. And then that'll be the rhyme for this shop. Okay, so as you're looking for this, you're looking through, there's very much a, a uh, there are, it's like cinnamon rolls, um, mm-hmm. but they are, they look like and 
obviously this is more like an uh, uh, an equivalent within this world, but they look very much like a uh, polyworld Pokemon with like the cinnamon roll is it's an open mouth and there's like little legs and feet and like eyes on the top of it. Perfect. I think that's perfect. Can I? What are these called? They're called Cinnawirls. Cinnawirls. Oh, can I try one, please? Sure. It's like literally takes both of Sen's hands to pick it up and put it onto the. Oh, we're going yeah. Cinnabon style. We're fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so this I divvy this up. This should be good for all three of you. Yeah, I divvy this up between the three of us. This Thank is family much. meal. <laughs> oh, this is this is incredible. The gooeyest cinnamon roll that you've ever had. The yeah. the the. Uh, decoration on the outside is sort of like a a a like hardened sugar fondant so like you can buy it's firm but as soon as you bite into it sort of like melts in your mouth like almost like marshmallow and yeah turns into that yeah like instantly just it's like it's at the perfect temperature to just start melting the second you actually oh yeah Th- these cinna swirls are incredible and and I didn't think there'd be anything that would make me say that after the cookie. This is incredible. This is fantastic. Thank you so much. I'm glad you like it. Would you... Uh, let's see. Obviously, one per person is just not fathomable because they're so big. Um, I'm, I make special one for winner. Oh, yes. I will be sure to have you make me a special one. Oh, very confident. Just a little. Okay. Could we have smaller ones to have to give out tonight? Or just cut up these into smaller pieces, whatever works for you. Maybe I try. We make a little tadpole. So fucking adorable. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> yes, that 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 sounds that sounds great. I can do. Uh I cannot do for free though. No, of course not. Of course, no, not. of course not. How how many would you like me to make? How much would they be? This will let us know. Well, I, I'm I'm pretty sure. Well, however many to get a volume count, yeah. Yes, fair if enough. You, fair if enough. You, if you tell me to make a lot, I have to close stores. So would you would at least have to make up for sales I lose? Right, but what about sales you also will gain from the notoriety of this place? I do that work for exposure. Of course, of course. I fully understand that. It is is something I'm good at. I should get paid. I I fully agree. I I will... Out of game. Brings a fucking tear to my heart. I know. I felt it. I felt it. It was so strong. I I will help you, yes. I will make little tadpoles for you. And... And make a big one for the winner. Uh, you just tell me how much you you need, uh, and based on the amount, then maybe I don't have to close for very long to make. How many? Oh, how many no. uh, what are you thinking? A hundred. A hundred sounds good. Hundred sounds about right. Yeah. How does a hundred sound? One hundred. And and these would be pretty simple cookie, right? You want to keep the design as simple as possible, which is why I'm doing a lot of 
Oh yeah. I it's I just make work. I just make little eyes and little tail. Okay. <laughs> and she actually points there are some that are made like the big one was like the big cinnamon roll, the other one looks yeah, yeah. like like at least a little tiny swirl. Go ahead. Um uh, and uh it's just got like little tiny again this one looks like a uh uh whatever the f hell they're called i can't remember what the like the little polywogs or whatever the hell they're the, yeah, yeah. the little yeah. tiny the the first gen the you know the first version yeah. of it so uh if i'm making you look and she's counting i can do at the end of the day so how about we say You give me 15 gold. I think that is more than fair. 15 gold is a lot of money. It is very fair. Let us... Out of game. This is... I, I think we're all checking to see how... Okay, gonna... so out of game, I have 10. Uh, 10 gold? Mm -hmm. In my pocket. Right. You'll, you'll, get, you'll get that back from Galahad, plus some, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> I have a thousand copper. I'm trying to see if I have any gems or anything on me. Salix has 95 on on them. I mean, we have the 15, and we'll definitely reimburse. So, um, I got it because I got uh like 400. Shit. Because remember when you lie to Galahad about how much it costs. Yes. To... Oh, yeah. And then he gave us the amount. About that. And then I just co-signed on what you said because he was like, each? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Thank you, Past Argyle. Uh... <laughs> Past Argyle is saving future Argyle. Past Argyle said we right, getting so it, 15 gold. I'm going to down at 15. You you hand send the gold. Thank you. I will I will have I will have it ready to go. Right. Perfect. I hope that your rhymes are as sharp as your wits. I hope they so are. too. They are. They are. He is quite talented. Can I can I get you anything else? Would you like to try something else? Oh, I am, I am stuffed. I am stuffed. Unfortunately. I'm leaning into the glass and like hoping one of these two pull me back. And it's like, we, we got to go. We have other places. Yes, to yes, yes. She has like boba tea as well. I mean, uh... Maybe a boba tea to go. <laughs> Do they have to go cups in this shop? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a little bamboo cup. Yes. Would, would would they be willing to throw that on top or? It does on me. That's got a cost. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Maybe. A, if you're if all three of you are getting it's like a silver piece. Okay. They're like small mm -hmm. size. They're uh, the the. No, no, size... I think he meant like for tonight, like a hundred oh. little sample cups, but. They, they can. Oh, no, you... no, 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 no. Oh, just okay. for the road. If, if, for the road. For the fifteen gold, she would throw in us little samples of boba tea. 
little uh, little to go bubbles bubbles yeast. Yeah. Yeah. Who's who's asking to throw it in on top? Oh, no, I'll I'll ask. Would it be okay? Uh, roll me a persuasion. I yeah, don't want to diminish anybody's value. Mm-hmm. That's uh thirteen on a die plus plus six, so nineteen. Nineteen. Sen squints at you for a second. Okay. Turns around, scurries over, pours like three like small size cups of boba tea with like in a bamboo cup with a bamboo straw. Comes over, hands them to you. We will see you tonight. Yes, we'll see you tonight, my friends. Thank you for oh, coming. This it tastes was very so nice good. to meet you. <laughs> likewise, likewise, we will we we will see you tonight. Okay. <laughs> Scurries back. It looks uh, like they're going in the back. As like when we get outside, I let out a sigh of relief. Like that was the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I, I know you did. It's really the most yeah. cutest thing in this world. Salix was like, I wanted to strangle it with love. Well, I don't know what what the. <laughs> I I understand that feeling. I understand that feeling very much. I want to throw this entire shop into a bag of holding. Like this is insane. <laughs> Pocket panda. Oh. <laughs> whenever we whenever we uh, set up camp for the night, we just let out the whole shop. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this episode goes from heavy to lighthearted at the drop of a hat. However, given the information gained at the beginning of this episode and from episode 121, there are definitely a few things that can be implied that are happening outside of uh, the party's vision and scope of what's going on. Uh, However, I will leave that to you to figure out... uh, what that implies though let us know if you can uh please check out our social media accounts on most major platforms just search for the medusa's cascade on the platform and give us a follow get some cool stuff coming and it's worth checking out uh also if you're listening on a streaming platform especially apple podcasts and spotify please take a few minutes to rate review and subscribe doesn't seem like a lot but it does help get the podcast out there for others to discover and we would all appreciate the love and support We will see you next week for Collateral Damage 123 and in two weeks for Field Reports number 15, Fall of the Web. Until then, safe travels.